Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Wanda Thibodeau, and you're listening to Faithful on the Clock, the podcast all about getting your faith and work aligned. In episode four of the podcast, I'm tackling the traditional fake it till you make it mindset. You'll learn why it's ineffective and how to make a great impression just by being yourself. Ready, set, let's go. Now, first, I just want to get us all on the same page and define what we really mean when we say fake it till you make it. Generally, it means that if you act like you're confident, optimistic, competent, or any other number of good things, then you'll actually feel confident, optimistic, competent, or whatever else. We know from psychology, and as always, I'll leave links in the show notes, that your behavior actually can influence the way you think and feel and vice versa. This is the whole idea behind cognitive behavioral therapies. So there's actually some evidence to back this up. And because most people constantly are looking at, you know, what you do, those nonverbal cues like body language and whatnot for clues about your attitude and emotions, we can influence the impression other people get from us by changing what behavior we show off. And faking it can be a good thing in that it can challenge you to get out of your regular habits that didn't necessarily help you. You might do things under the fake it mentality that you normally wouldn't do because you're too scared to otherwise. On the other hand, it can be really hard to control our nonverbal cues with 100% consistency, and we might not get the influence we want because of this. And when it comes to real expertise, you know, knowing information and facts, you can only go so long before people smell a rat. You can become like the Wizard of Oz, who claimed to know and be capable of all sorts of things. But in reality, he didn't really have anything special about him at all. And when people come to you and ask you to solve their problems and you don't know how, that's disappointing, not helpful. And in the worst scenario, if you try to come off as someone you're not and people uncover what you've done, then you can get reprimanded or fired or totally lose any chance at a good reputation. So it's an incredibly risky strategy to try to pass yourself off as being more qualified or prepared than you really are. And I think that's incredibly true when you consider that over the past decade or so, there's been such a huge cultural shift where organizations are putting a huge value on transparency and authenticity. Those are the big buzzwords, right? They're looking for people who are going to put their real selves out there and they want to know that every employee they bring onto their team is someone they can trust. All of these points center around whether or not faking it till you make it really works. But the larger question, in my view, isn't whether it's effective, it's just whether you should. And one of the biggest issues in this regard is that you often can't succeed at it without lying. Now, there are some cases in scripture like the story of Rahab and Joshua 2 verses 1 through 24, where people lied with good cause. But scripture is pretty clear that lying isn't the ideal and that God doesn't like it. For example, Proverbs 12 verse 22 says, The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. And in Peter 3 verse 10 we read, Whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. Then consider, too, that even if you fool others, there's no fooling God. He sees and knows everything. Psalm 139 is based entirely on this, and it lays out that no matter what we do or where we go, God's there. 
And on the positive side of that, we get reassurance in First uh, John 3, verse 20, that he's going to see the truth of our situation. He's not going to convict us when we don't deserve it, no matter how we might feel. Now, remember that your coworkers, your boss, your partner, they're not the ones you're going to be facing on Judgment Day. They're not who you need to impress. So the way I see it, if God's the one you're going to face, then you might as well not worry about what everybody else thinks. Just be honest because that's what God wants you to do and you can't trick him about who you are or what you can do anyway. So if today's companies are putting a higher value on honesty and being yourself, and if that's always what God asks of you, then what's a better way to deal with feelings like insecurity that you might have? To start, just ask God to give you the confidence and uh, the ability to perform at the level you need. Acknowledge where you fall short and ask God to fill the gap. Then go to your boss or your team. Be vulnerable enough to ask for more information and just admit it if you don't know something. Because most people aren't looking to follow or work with a know-it-all, okay? They're looking to follow and work with people who constantly are willing to learn and get better. And in the majority of cases, if you go to them with an attitude of cooperation and you say, look, I'm not sure on this thing or I haven't experienced that thing yet, but I want to find a solution together then they're going to see that as you being a team player. And they'd much rather teach you something than have you play pretend and then cost the company in one way or another. Plus, we all have blind spots. And when you ask for feedback, they're going to help you improve in ways you might never have even thought about. It gets you past your biases about your own strengths and weaknesses so you can grow in a way you need to not just the way you want. One last point that I want to make is that most people deal with the spotlight effect. That's just a fancy psychology term for the tendency we have to think that people notice something about you more than they actually do. So if you come into the office with a big zit on your nose, for example, you're probably going to overestimate how much others notice it. And in the same way, we can think that others are going to notice our mistakes or shortcomings a lot more than they actually do. And most of the time, people end up much more compassionate or forgiving than we might have imagined they would be. So here's a great example. Not too long ago, an intern at HBO Max sent out a test email to a huge portion of the company's mailing list. The company responded really graciously with a post on Twitter, and they said they were helping the intern through it, and there was just this massive outpouring of support from other Twitter users. Everybody started telling stories of when they screwed up or did something horribly embarrassing on the job, too. It was just this enormous show of empathy so that the intern wouldn't feel bad. So don't fake it just because you're scared that people will throw you under the bus, because they probably won't. And even if you're anxious, scripture tells us that when we feel that way, we should just go to God and give everything to him. 1 Peter 5 verse 7, for example, says, Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And in Isaiah 41 verse 10, we read, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So as you weigh all this, I'll close the episode with a prayer. Father, 
the business world is coming to accept that there is a value to being honest and transparent. But so many people still are caught in this idea that they have to pretend to be something that they're not to be successful. Help them see that this is not the truth. Let them come to you whenever they're anxious and help them trust that you're going to strengthen and grow them. Give them the courage to be vulnerable with others so that when all is said and done, they're right with you in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. That's a wrap for this episode, everybody. Next time, I'm going to talk about God's tendency to use unlikely people to get important jobs done and what that means for staying confident no matter what your role at the office might be. Join me for that next week, and until then, be blessed. Like what you heard and want even more great Christian business content? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash faithful on the clock to become a supporting member for the show. You'll get access to options like early episode access, bonus episodes, videos, Bible studies, curated articles, and more in a tier plan that's right for you. Show your support for this podcast, and remember, enormous change can start with you.